0: Father, thank you for the the willingness of Rod to step in, and Father, we ask the words that you've given him. You'll give us ears to hear what you're saying, and Father, the lives that will be obedient to what you're asking us to do. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Yes, uh, a surprise. Um, <laughs> if you were expecting James, sorry about that. Uh, I didn't know until yesterday, so there we go. Um, but we, we, we trust that James and, and, and Jess and the children will soon be okay again. There's this super, super cold going around, which means you have it, you don't have it, you have it, you don't have it, and uh, that's the way it is. Now, I'm going to look at, so we're not going to look at Nehemiah. I, I'm preparing for next week, but not ready for next week, so uh, anyway, <laughs> that's it. And I, I think I'm going to talk about something, or talk about a passage that I believe I've probably done here before. But uh, when I, when I was thinking about it, and I can't say I prayed very uh, strongly because I didn't have the time to. So confession. I'm, I'm not <laughs> going to be super spiritual here, but I, I, as I as I turned up these these notes, I thought, yep yeah, I think that's that's what I'm going to. Uh, speak about. So if you'd like, just like to go to John chapter 11, which is the raising of Lazarus, and um, we'll have a look at, at some of that. You know, um, we're in a time of waiting. If, if, you're, if you follow the, the traditional uh, Christian can- calendar, we are in a, in a time of waiting because it's Advent. Well, some time ago um, I, I was returning from a, a European trip and uh, because, because the flight was reasonably late um, I decided that I needed to stay overnight in London because I wouldn't catch the train home and uh, went to Terminal 5 Travel Lodge and a, a whole, you know, which is an experience in itself <laughs> but... <laughs> but um, a number of us obviously had turned up from different flights. And there we were. Um, you go to the check-in. Automatic check-in. No, that wasn't working. Pretty typical. So there was a nice, orderly British queue um, going from the check-in desk sort of more or less to the outside door. And, and most of us had got cases. And you could tell people were weary. And you know that, that's the sort of thing it was. And there we were standing obediently sort of just, making pleasantries to each other and uh, this uh, far eastern lady, she might have been Chinese, suddenly marched in, went straight (laughs) up to the counter and said, I need a room. And you could sort of hear the sort sort of sense, the the sort of the the gasp going along the the queue. And and there were two people on the desk and I I have to say that one of them was so gracious and he said, uh, Madam... You need to take your turn, but I need a room," she said. Uh, "Madam, this is this is Britain, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and 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 in England we queue, we wait, and we queue. And you could see the confusion on her face. I, I didn't really blame her, you know. She had stepped into British culture." And she didn't know that British people, by and large, <laughs> are, <coughs> are prepared to wait, to wait our turn. Well, I think everybody, everybody was, was fine, but she, she trotted back to the end of the queue. And of course, she eventually got her room. But we're in, a, we're in a period of waiting, aren't we? It's Advent. It's a double wait. It's a wait for the first coming of Jesus, at least celebration. Of that, and um, if you've got children, oh, they think it's an eternity, don't they? It oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I ask Alexa every morning how many days to Christmas, and she tells me. <laughs> <laughs> but it can seem it can seem an eternity, can't it? But actually, Advent is also anticipating the second coming. Of Jesus, and do you know that by some reckoning, in about well, about five years, we will get to him exactly two thousand years since Jesus said, "I will come again." That's a long, long wait. Doesn't mean to say he's not going to come, but it's a long wait. And you know, some of us on a much more personal level are waiting for things. I don't know, it's great, Sue, that you're with us this morning and I don't know how long you've been waiting to go to the States. Two years. <laughs> Two years. But it's coming to an end. And for you, that must be a joyful thing. But we're all waiting for stuff, aren't we? Some of us are waiting for things that Uh, maybe, well, not so important, I mean, uh, Andrew and Wendy are waiting to move. Oh dear. When you wait to move, that can be so frustrating. It's not true. Some of us are waiting for God to fulfil some of the promises that he's made. You know, has God promised you something? And you think... Lord, you did say that, didn't you? Come on. I was talking to somebody the other day and, and have you noticed that God seems very capable of answering the little prayers, but please God, I want one or two big ones answered. Yes. We're waiting for God to do something. You promised that, Lord. You've got some promises? I know we have as a family. God made some promises some years ago. Years ago. And we're still waiting. Reminds me of a, a primary school situation I knew and the teacher, teacher used to get frustrated with the children not doing as they were told and he'd stand there and saying, I'm still waiting. He'd wait for eternity if he didn't exercise authority, but there we go. But we we are, aren't we? Waiting. Waiting. And some of us are waiting for healing. And some of us are waiting for the resolution of problems. Waiting. Martha in John eleven felt. Jesus was four days journey away. Brother Lazarus was sick. They knew Jesus could heal him. They knew it. They'd seen Jesus heal. So what did Mary and Martha do? Send for Jesus. Come quick. The guy you are so fond of, our brother, he's sick. Jesus was four days journey away. So they knew they were going to have to wait. But when, when, let me just read this. John chapter 11. Now, a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary, whose brother Lazarus now was sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his with her hair. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, this sickness will not end in death, no, it's for the God's glory, so that God's son may be glorified through it. And Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Yet, when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was two more days. Then he said to his disciples, let's go back to Judea. But Rabbi, they said, a short while ago the Jews tried to stone you and yet you're going back there? Jesus answered, are there not twelve hours of daylight? A man who walks by day will not stumble, for he sees by this world's light. It's when he walks by night that he stumbles, for he has no light. After he'd said this, he went on to tell them, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I'm going to wake him up. Disciples replied, Lord, if he sleeps, he'll get better. Jesus had been speaking of his death, but his disciples thought he meant natural sleep. Then he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sake I'm glad I was not there, so that you may believe, but let us go to him. Thomas called Didymus said to the rest of the disciples, let us also go, that we may die with him. so, Martha and Mary had sent for Lazarus, it was two, uh, sent for Jesus to come and heal Lazarus it was four days journey when Jesus heard the news he stayed two more days and then of course he would have, when he eventually did go it would be another four days journey back, so Mary and Martha were actually waiting for, uh, for ten days now that may seem in hindsight not long time, but I bet to them it seemed a really, really long time. There was a delay. They had to wait. Waiting. Waiting. Martha and Mary, when is he coming? Why isn't he here? You thought he would have come, wouldn't you? Why hasn't he answered us? I expected him by now. What's he doing? Why doesn't he hurry up? Doesn't he love us? Doesn't he care about us? You'd thought he'd come for Lazarus' sake, wouldn't you? No, he's dead. It's disaster, it's ruined, it's awful. Why did Jesus delay Why does God delay? I haven't got the full answer this morning. But let's just take a few clues. One, it's so that, well, Jesus delayed so that he might be glorified. Somehow or other, God delays so that he'll be glorified. I'm telling mysteries here. Because we want him to hurry up. We want him to get going. We want him to do things quickly. But he wants the glory. God wants the glory to go to him. Do you know, in those days, there were some people, I don't know if this was Martha and Mary or Lazarus, but there were some people, who believed that when a person died, the spirit of the person hung around for about three days. And then went. And they really thought that if you, if you prayed hard enough, you could get the spirit to go back into the body and the person would live. So, Jesus waited until he knew Lazarus was dead and then he had four days journey what does that mean there was absolutely no possibility of the miracle of resurrection being misunderstood isn't that incredible and therefore, no one would say it was magic. No one would say it was sorcery. Everybody would know it was God. It was Jesus who did it. Folks, I don't know why God is delaying for you or for me, for come that matter. I don't know why but I do know God will get the glory. And that's ultimately what matters. That he, that Jesus, is seen to be who he is. He gets the glory. And Jesus said, it's so that the glory will go to the right place. That's the first reason. A bit of a hint. I, d- I don't understand it all. Do you know the second reason... And this this is almost more incredible. The second reason Jesus delayed was because he loved Martha, Mary and Lazarus so much. What? If he really loved them, wouldn't he have rushed down there quickly? Well, we've heard about, you know, the, the, the spirit thing, but if he really loved us, wouldn't he do it quickly? Well, now, here's the thing. I have a quarrel with the NIV here. (laughs) And those who are in in our house group know that I do quarrel with things at times. Now, the NIV says, yet, when Jesus heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed. That is such a weak translation. And if you've got the message, it's even worse. (laughs) Sorry. It's even worse if you read the message on this. This is what the message says. The message says this, but oddly, (laughs) it does, It says, but oddly, when he heard that Lazarus was sick, Jesus stayed. but actually the Greek is much stronger there and it almost implies because so why? because he loved them so much he didn't want anything to get in the way of them loving him and him loving them none of of the jiggery pokery of, of magic and all of that He loved them so much. His delay was a loving act. Now again, that's hard to understand, isn't it? It's hard. You'd have thought if God really loved, he would have healed you thought if God really wanted to guide us, he would have done that by now. But actually, for reasons known to him, and perhaps to him alone, because he loves you so much, he delays. I may be giving you more questions than answers, but... Look at this look at it this way where are you most secure in the love of Jesus what does the bible say nothing is going to separate you from the love of god we have in Christ Jesus to be loved by Jesus to be accepted by Jesus to be a brother and sister of Jesus is the most secure place you can be in. I don't understand all his workings. I never will. And when when we get into eternity, it won't matter. But the way he acts towards us, which includes delay, delay, It's because he loves us so much. And you're safe. We're safe there. That's where we're secure and safe. And there's a third reason. I'm not going to go through all the reasons because we'll go on and on and on. But there's a third reason why Jesus delayed and the way he acted. And it's this he had a different understanding of the situation to Martha and Mary. Well, he said, Lazarus is asleep. Now, that's when he knew that Lazarus had had died. But he said to his disciples, Lazarus is asleep. So the disciples said to him, well, if he's asleep that means he's going to get better. And then Jesus had to explain, well, actually, he is dead, but in my estimation of the thing, he's asleep. Now, there are several levels that we can look at that, but one one of them is this. Jesus knew he was going to act. He knew that Lazarus was safe and secure and even though Lazarus was combating the last enemy Jesus knew he got hold of him
0: and he was going to deliver. I don't know what your situation is. Not totally. I
1: sometimes don't even understand mine. <laughs> Let alone not understand other people. Sorry, but y- y- you, know, you know what I mean? <laughs> but thank God Jesus understands my situation totally. He knows how I tick. Even Heather doesn't. Not always, Anyway. I mean, sometimes she'll second-guess, right? But you know what it is. But Jesus understands. And whatever circumstances you are facing, whatever issue is uppermost, and we know amongst ourselves, because we're family, we know that there are issues that each of us individually are facing, and there's issues that we're facing together as church. And we don't always understand it all, do we? I don't understand it. You don't understand it. But Jesus does. And Jesus knows the exact way of working in and through it. He he knows what he's doing. Isn't that amazing? You know, sometimes we say, what on earth is God doing? well thank God he does know what he's doing yes he does he knew what he was doing when we'd moved to Suffolk in 2009 we were living in Raden, four weeks later God said to Heather, good job she didn't tell me, God says to Heather you're going to live in Beckles." what? we've just been through a traumatic move and it was all moves are traumatic. And you think, "God, what are you doing?" But he knew. He knew. He knows the way you take. His word is a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. He knows what he's doing, even when we don't understand. And what does it mean? We've got to trust and obey that's been said whether the next line is strictly to to be happy in Jesus (laughs) is debatable, but we've still got to trust and obey because sometimes trusting and obeying is not an easy thing to do but he does know what he's doing and thank God he does let me just bring one more thing, there are other things I could say, one more thing Timing. Jesus' timing in this was perfect. He didn't do it too early which could have been misunderstood. He didn't do it too late because Lazarus would have been in the tomb too long. His timing in the whole Thing was immaculate, perfect, right on. Gosh, isn't it frustrating? You're saying, "Come on, God!" Oh, you, I think you must be much more holy than I am, because that's the sort. Of, that's the sort of thing that I say. I'm, I'm, I'm not being irreverent here. You read the Psalms. They say, Lord, why are you delaying? Lord, why, why do the heathen prosper? Why are they succeeding and their life is easy and my life is the pits? That's, that's what they say. Of course, they also rejoice in the goodness and grace and the magnificence of God.
0: Of course. But the timing here was perfect.
1: Why? Because his ways are perfect. We may not understand, but they're perfect. He knows what he's doing in your life. He knows what he's doing in this church. He knows what he's doing by bringing this motley group of people together. He better be anyway. (laughs) Well, you know what I mean. His ways are perfect. I wouldn't plan it like this. Neither would you. That's not how I would have worked out the, the story. Neither would you. But we don't see it with his eyes. We don't see it with his timing, his perfection, his perfection. Talking about moving houses, I remember many years ago when we moved from Wickford, which is where we had a pastor to Graves, this is years and years ago, everything was going along so, so rapidly for a move. Yes, everything was going on. And we, we thought, oh my goodness, Heather hadn't resigned her job at the school. And it looked as if that we'd moved to Greys, and then she'd have to go back to Wickford, which was a journey of 15 miles each way, and for, for at least a whole term, probably longer. Oh, we didn't really want that, but to keep the chain going, that's, and then suddenly down the chain there was a problem. And you didn't know whether to laugh or cry. Do you know when we moved? A few days after the summer term finished. Absolutely
0: perfect. A little thing.
1: But it's the sort of thing that God does. His timing is perfect. Hang in there, folks. He knows the way you're taking. He understands the pressures you're under. He knows the need that is there. Hang on. As I know I've said before, my college motto was this,
0: this "Etenio tenio, et tenio. I hold, but I'm held. And do you know who's got the stronger grip? He has. He has.
1: There's more I could say from the passage, but I think that's enough. I think that's enough. But, let's rejoice. Let's rejoice. That Jesus will get the the glory. That That he loves you so much. And the delay can easily be a sign of his love that his timing and understanding of the situation are absolutely perfect do you know what I would really love us to do I'd like us to sing Waymaker again I don't know
0: to be in your presence
1: to be in your presence, okay, that's fine. Yeah, that all right. That's fine, but I, I would just like, I just feel, that some of us are facing situations yeah. that we want God to,
0: yeah.
1: to, uh, we're in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay.
0: We're both on the same wavelength, although it may seem different. Um, God has obviously spoken this morning in a very, very gentle way. And we're all facing situations. And the song, I'm going to get these guys just to play through. I just need you to really just ask God in the situation you're in to speak. Okay? Don't stand up, don't sing for the first time round. And then if you want prayer, I will, and I do want you to come forward and we will pray for you because the time of Advent the time of waiting is painful for some of us but we just want to pray a blessing on you and just ask God to touch you in the situation you are mm. and for you to be able to trust and obey what he's asking Thank okay? you.